guys, we are so excited to begin the Entrepreneur Heart Podcast. And today we have the immense privilege of having Yoshiko Ost, a very good friend and the business women in our community with us. And this podcast is hosted by me, Thais, and by me, Amanda. And we're super excited to begin. Yes. So, yo, thank you for agreeing to be Welcome. in our thank podcast. You. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us and everybody listening today a little bit about you, who you are, and what you do? Okay. Um, so, I'm Yoshiko, and I am a mom, a wife. With work, I'm a realtor. And I, <laughs> um, yeah, I, but I, I love working and I do real estate for work. One of the interesting things that Amanda and I were chatting before about your business um, career is that I've known you for a couple of years now. And what I know of your story is that you have been a realtor for how long? For 16, almost 17 years. Wow. You wouldn't guess by her beautiful looks. But um, you did, I did see a very big switch on your career. It was almost like you have been a realtor for all that long, but there's there was something in time that made you decide, now I'm going to really dive in and invest in my career. So yeah. when was that and why did that happen? Um, I know they, well, in real estate, they call us like, there's agents who don't put it out there and they call us like a secret agent. So they're like, <laughs> don't be a secret agent. You have to put yourself out there. And I just assumed that people knew what I did or I was also, I, I guess I think I suffer a little from imposter syndrome, you know, um, I think, well, why should I put that out there or who am I to give advice But, you know, I've done it long enough where, you know, I can give advice. And I, But I always battle that with myself that I'm always thinking, do I have value to provide? And then um, we formed, so I've been doing it for almost 16, 17 years. I had done it and I haven't really put myself out there, but recently I did maybe a couple years ago. And I just started sharing what I do, and the feedback has been really good. I, I just tell them, tell them the social people, um, stories about, just kind of stories about me, and I guess I provide knowledge about how to buy a house or how to sell a house, and the feedback has been good. Um, and I realize that there's a lot of information people want that they can't easily find, And maybe I can find that information easily because I'm a realtor. But um, so I started sharing. And also you told me to <laughs> put myself out there. Just for you guys listening. I am her PR agent. So that's why she said that. Yes. It sounds like I have a bossy friend. When yes. you I'm like, in work. I know. Well, you know, because it was just me doing my thing and I was selling enough, you know, but then I... Then I started, I think we started talking and I started kind of putting myself out there and all of a sudden I started getting a lot of good feedback and people asking questions about my job or what, maybe they were in a, a situation where they needed advice and then I was able to give advice and so I 
I started sharing more and then also I, I had um, kind of, I formed a team and we, I was so proud of what we can provide that I really just wanted to go for it because there's a lot of really bad agents out there too. And so I, I wanted to put myself out there because we are such a good team that really cares about our clients. So I just thought we should go for it. So when you said 17 years, how many of those years were you kind of more like on the down low? And then like, when did you, how many of those years have you been out really on social media and investing in your career, in yourself, going the extra mile for coaching and PR and all of that? Oh, I think I've done coaching with my business coach. I want to say like two two, three, maybe three years, but it took me a whole good year to even like, because I was like my own worst enemy, right? I, I would, I know what I had to do to build my business, but then I would get in my own way. Mm -hmm. So it was probably three years, maybe. The first year I was just battling myself and then mm -hmm. I finally got out of my own way. And then the last two years, I really tried to put myself there out there and then the last year I really got help with it mm -hmm. and then really came up with a plan or a strategy of, of balancing what I put out there because before that I would post you know like 20 posts about food and then one about <laughs> 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 yes yeah so then so then the, you know it's just helped me reel mm -hmm. me in and and so it's been like the last two, three years, maybe two years that I really tried to and put myself out there. Do you think that business has been more successful within this last three years versus the previous oh, 14? Yes. Because, bef yes, because we didn't really, I mean, I sold properties before, but it wasn't like now, you know, now... Like last year, we were at our old, old brokerage. We mm -hmm. were the top broker, not broker, team for the, I want to say like 11 of the 12 months. Um, so I think it has a lot to do with just really going for it and being accessible and sharing knowledge and, um, you know, the change of mindset that I had. Mm -hmm. And it made a huge difference. Yes. Okay. You are in business for a few years, and we know that every business we have like ups and downs and embarrassing stories and yeah. funny <laughs> situations. <laughs> Can you tell us one? In very oh, I've had I oh my goodness. Well, I've had there. Let's see. I don't have like embarrassing stories, but I have like I always laugh at myself. I'm not, I don't get too embarrassed unless I'm speaking in front of people, then I get like really embarrassed. But mm -hmm. I I had one time we were taking care of um, a listing in Manhattan Beach um, Beach uh, Sand section, so it's you know all the properties are really close together. And this house, it was a beautiful house, um, but it had a balcony, and she had big dogs and. Um, we, I guess, so she, because there's, it's at the beach, there's no yard. So she, her dog goes to the bathroom on the balcony and apparently she cleans off her balcony by spraying it down, you know? So I didn't realize, like I, I had been waiting for the photographer outside and then I felt like water 
you know, being sprayed. And I didn't think anything of it. And then I went upstairs and she, she's getting her house ready. And she's like, oh, the porch is fine. You know, I just cleaned up all the dog poop and pee. And I was like, oh my gosh, I was just sprayed on, you know? So, I mean, they say real estate, people think it's glamorous. But we do, it's, yeah, it was, yeah. it was kind of like a bad moment. But you yes. gotta laugh now, you know? And I've yeah. been loving to watch your stories. Um, where you show that none so glamorous side of things. Yeah. I've yeah. seen you and Russ like awesome. wheeling out trash barrels and painting things and going high on ladders. And yeah. it's fun to see the extra mile behind all the glam because that's not usually typically something we see out there. I know. I know. There's a lot of miscellaneous jobs we do as realtors that I don't think people see. It's, it's what we do because it's all miscellaneous, right? When someone's getting ready to sell their home they're doing the best they can but because we've done it so much we know where we can help or where we see opportunities where you know whether it's removing christmas lights because it's summertime and they can't be in the photos or you know uh, switching out curtains or just painting a wall you know it's, it's just easy for us to do to get help the seller get ready is it ever hard when you might see something like um, like a red and yellow curtain that the sellers just absolutely adore and they definitely want to keep it when selling. Yeah. And then you're like, we should go more neutral so that it will speak to more people. Is there ever conflict where they don't want to listen? They, yes, because they're attached. You know, this it uh, when someone owns their home, it's their personal safe space. So it's hard for someone to come in Sometimes some people are great about it, you know. They say just go for it, and some people will say, "But it's nice this way," and it is. But I just try to teach them that it's about making it neutral and a blank palette, you know, so they can, um, so they can a, a new buyer can visualize living there. So yeah, it's some people struggle with it, but most people are open to working with us. Yeah. You know, that's, that's nice. Good. Yeah. What about um, your partnership with the dog rescue oh. place here locally? Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so Candace, she does. She runs Infinite Love Rescue, and mm-hmm. she I met her through Russ, which is my work partner, and she all she does is rescue. First, it was I think dogs, and now she, all kinds of animals. But mm-hmm. she will go rescue. Find a dog who needs medical attention, and then she goes to takes the dog to the vet, finds housing, makes the dog healthy, and then she finds a forever home for it. Aww. And and then she she actually did that with my homeless cat, right? Aww. So the cat, cat, the cat, yeah. yes, the cat named <laughs> Cat, which was my homeless cat, and I had um, she, my cat had like a wound on. her her him now him um but she she takes these animals i want to say it's somewhere in um deep in la because she has a relationship with that vet and she goes out there wait she has when i met her there with my cat she had i think like three or four animals that she was taking in for surgery and um she just And she does it because she cares about animals. So we are lucky that we get to help her sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she, it's just amazing to see the work she puts in. You know, she's up early. She takes care of animals. If a 
an animal needs housing or is at a shelter and is going to get put down, she tries really far to get them, and then she finds people to help take care of them. So we're lucky to be able to help, you know. And she's local, so we love her. And what can you tell everyone what state you're in? I am in California. (laughs) We're in Southern California. Yes, yeah. beautiful place in one of the hardest real estate markets in the country. Yeah, in relation to prices and just competitiveness mm-hmm. in the numbers of realtors. So, if you know, standing out in a market like this says a lot about you and your team. And I know you have your team has been awarded this past year for um, some excellent work you did, right? Yes, uh, we we did get top team for mm-hmm. our brokerage and. We're really excited about that, you know, especially because I had imposter syndrome. I still do, but, you know, it's just amazing that we were able to do that. And I think it's because of the partnership and just working together um, and surrounding ourselves with people who help us go that extra level or, you know, um, I couldn't have done it alone. It's like Mm -hmm. we have, you help us, our, um, maybe. My partner Russ, he like will do anything I need help with, and and then we have different strengths, and then we just moved to this other brokerage, and we're launching. But Deanna, who runs that brokerage, if I think of something, she's already doing it, you know. So I don't have to think. I mean, I don't have to do the logistics of getting. She just does everything, so we just get to focus on building relationships and selling. Mm-hmm. So. That sounds like a beautiful, sweet setup. Yeah, it is. And she's fun. (laughs) Which is the best. Amanda and I were also chatting earlier before you came over about with all of your experience and your knowledge of being on this market, um, you had a question about those um, coming in, right? Uh, Desiring to be realtors. Oh, yeah. How was for you to begin... uh, in the real estate industry how did you decide that yeah like how did I become one yeah because you have background in graphic design right yeah oh yeah so my schooling was with graphic design which is not related to real estate at all but um I did it for fun because I had my ex-husband's father taught the real estate principles class so I took it when I had my daughter for fun and um (laughs) But then, you know, I had to divorce, and then I had a one-year-old to take care of. So in graphic design, you can make money, but I think the process to build, it takes a lot longer. Whereas sales, it's what you put in is what you get out of it. So I went deep into that. Um, The company I joined at the time, Shorewood, they they provided a lot of training. But I think for now, um, if someone's coming into the market... Or as a realtor, I feel like the best thing to do is to research who's doing well in the area mm-hmm. and who's maybe building teams because I feel like the best realtors are building teams because they're starting to realize that a team outperforms just one person. So I would say if you're a new realtor, get licensed, get take your classes, but also start researching who's doing well and then start reaching out to them and seeing um, do you... Are they looking for someone new? Because a mm-hmm. lot of brokerages are looking for new people they can train, you know, mm-hmm. themselves. And then, you know, you can start as an assistant or you can start as a buyer's agent. But 
you can learn a lot too yeah. that way until you're ready to be on your own. Yeah. And in this beginning, uh, what ad advice you wanted to hear that you oh. didn't? <laughs> I would say advice is stop getting in my own way because mm -hmm. I, you <laughs> so know, bad. you know what you need to do, but mm -hmm. I wouldn't do it, right? <laughs> so, or I wouldn't think I can do it. Yeah. But I have like the last two years, I'm not focusing on like, okay, like why would they hire me? Like, mm -hmm. I don't focus on that, you know. Now I'm just focusing on like who need who. I, Who can I help and what value can I provide? And if you focus on that, you don't worry about the other things, you know, because yeah. people out there do need good realtors and do need help transitioning to different locations. So if you just focus on like providing value and, you know, being helpful, I think that that's a way to get over the sales if you're not so into the sales, you know, which I wasn't. Yeah. And you've mentioned a few times that, um, well, within all the times we've been together, obviously, that sometimes juggling business and life can be challenging. But I know a lot of women in business who are also moms, and I'm one of them, and I know the challenge, you yeah. know, firsthand. But I know, and we've had this conversations multiple times before. Sometimes for people looking on the outside, it just seems and feels and looks like it's all so effortless. And it, it isn't. It takes a lot of work and strategy oh, yeah. and discipline. So how do you juggle married life, motherhood, business, and then social life? Because somehow we still find time for Korean barbecue together. Yes, yes. <laughs> Even if it's a business <laughs> meeting. Business meeting again. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I haven't found the key to it since I'm always a hot mess, right? <laughs> But I am learning that it's important to streamline things so you take yourself as much as... Like, things that are repeat tasks, I'm trying to find ways for someone to help me and then that I take myself out of it so things happen. So just, you know, we do monthly updates. We have now Russ's daughter who helps us with the slides and she puts it in the Google Drive and then we only need to record it. And then um, my daughter's friend, Ani, she is she does our video editing for us. So I just text her. She knows where to find it. And I don't all we need to do is record it. But before, you know, I would do these updates like a few times a month and then you know, if I get busy, it will delay it. Or if I forget to do it, it delays it. So I try to streamline things. Mm -hmm. As far as balance, I don't know, because I'm not balanced. But, you know, I have been trying to get in the habit of ending the day around, like, 10, you know, and then I'm trying to start the day with breakfast and, um, you know, some kind of movement, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, I'm not there yet. <laughs> It's a process. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Yes. <laughs> But I, I, it is so important too that one of the things we have discussed so many times at Entrepreneur Heart and one-on-one with all of our, um, the women who are connected with Entrepreneur Heart is that we, if we can optimize our time to do most of what we do best, then that's the best use of our time. Mm -hmm. But that means more delegation, which yeah. for entrepreneurs is something so hard because 
as we start our businesses, they're kind of babies. We want to nurse yeah. it. We want to hold hands. We want to walk it to school. And then we end up doing everything and not optimizing our time so well that we're spread so thin so that whatever it is that it is our expertise, it's receiving less time than it should because mm -hmm. we're doing all the things. And I know this is something you've been very intentional within the past year or yes. half a year to really delegate and, and try to find the people who could do it. And I think you said something to me before. Was it you that said, if you find somebody that can do what you do 100% at 80? Oh, yes. Like If it's better to have someone else do it at 80% than you doing it yourself at 100%. So it's really hard for me to let go, but... I'm starting to appreciate when things get done that, you know, I didn't have to do it. And then I was able to do something better with my time. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten, um, you guys help me, but I also got a VA, a virtual assistant. She actually lives in the Philippines and I got her wow. from another realtor who she does a lot of my data entry. She goes into my emails and pulls things that I need that it's clerical, you know, but Um, she actually seems to like it, <laughs> you know, so um, and it's, it's saved me so much time. And even, you know, having Russ's daughter do our slides, it was hard for me to let go because I'm really picky about how it looks. And tell us how old she is. She is 17. Yeah, it's, but it's awesome that you're finding these ways also to empower young yeah. women yeah. to become businesswomen. Yes. Yeah. And Ani, who's doing our video, she's a senior too. So but it's crazy how much talent these kids have. Right? Yeah, so. and they're so high, you know, tech yeah. savvy. It's yeah. crazy. The TikTok generation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. The best. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when my kids were so little, they would already get their phone, their fingers on the phone to go slides and stuff. Now they're doing so much more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's crazy, but that's so good. And it's very nice to see you applying those principles and being successful with it and yeah. having more time to do what only you can do yeah. or what you do best or what you enjoy the most. Because there are always things when you are a business woman when you are an entrepreneur that you only you can do and, yes. you, and you can't delegate that but there's a whole lot that you can mm -hmm. and letting it go is an exercise that's hard yeah. Yeah. um i remember when amanda was side to side with you with social media you're like oh. i can do it i will do it i'll, I'll do, do it, I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> i can do it you just tell me and then recently i'm like can you just do it <laughs> yeah. and if for you it's not a matter that you can't do it it's just that mm -hmm. simple you know principle of if i can't optimize my time yeah then i should do more of that and that's we talked about living with quality yeah not yeah. just on the you know rushing all the way through all the things but picking and choosing so that we can have that breather where i have some yeah. time for myself or to even be creative because even in your business if even though it's not considered you know an industry that's in the creative world yeah Nowadays, where competition is so fierce, bringing on the creativity. And I'm not going to give in too much, but Yoshiko has so many great things coming up for her um, <laughs> people. I'm just going to leave it at that. That are very creative and out of the box and things and initiatives that we don't see it out there. So you do need that space to also be creative. It's so much harder to be creative when you're yes. stressed, under pressure, yeah. deadlines, right? And 
Yeah, so that's really cool. And we need time to enjoy life and not just work, 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 but yeah. having good moments with friends and family and just Eating rest. Tacos. Eat tacos. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It, it, it's important. And for a long time, you know, because I love my job, it felt mm -hmm. like that was my fun. But, you know, then I'm not getting time when, with my family or, you know, I'm always on my phone if I'm with them. So... I'm really trying to be conscious about, you know, getting off, right? And then I'm trying to hire, like, I have my virtual assistant. I'm trying to find a really good, here, like, assistant here that could help me. But that's more letting go. But I know I, I need to, so I'm looking. But it's going to... And the people who... I have people around me who... You know, I have my coach who, Catherine, she, she just told me, you know, once you get one, you, you, it comes quick that you realize, you know, you, you get more time back. So once you just do it, you'll feel the reward right away. So that's wise. Yeah. So I'm trying to listen. <laughs> <laughs> she is wise. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming and spending yeah, time with us. Thank you. This is exciting. This was fun. <laughs> can fun. you tell everyone where they can find you on social? Yes, I have uh, my personal Instagram. It's just yoshiko.os. And then I have my work one if you guys want to follow that. It's Live South Bay Local because we're in the South Bay. Yeah. yeah. What about uh, email address? Um, yoshiko at livesouthbaylocal.com. Great. And for the ones who will be watching this on YouTube, we'll definitely write everything down so you don't have to scribble through. Yeah. <laughs> um, but those for those listening, we'll also put in the description of the podcast. This is Thais. This is Amanda. This is Yoshiko. <laughs> and thank you for spending some time with us at Entrepreneur Hearts Podcast. Have a great day. Bye.